One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously, England putting an absolute demolition show on Samoa the other day. Samoa, which was one of the really highly ranked teams coming into this World Cup. I think the vast majority of us, including all the betting agencies, had Samoa on top of England, despite them being the home nation. It seems so obvious now when we look back on it, they're the home nation, etc., etc. Strange to have them so low, but many of us did. And I know there's a lot of Super League fans that have messaged me and said, well, told you so. And yeah, you guys guys were spot on this England side. They look like they are going to be a real threat in this World Cup, which I did not see coming. I personally thought that Samoa would win that game. I could see a world where England potentially won it, but I thought it would be very, very tight. Maybe a 1-12 to contest. I didn't think there was a world where England would beat the Samoan side by more than 20-odd points. Turns out, they beat them by more than 50, which was unbelievable. And I mean, we've spoken about England. We've given them all the compliments in the world. How great is it to see this English side doing so well and all the positivity around this English side. It's very, very exciting. But what does it mean for Samoa? Now, when you have a look at that game the other day, in the final 12 minutes, so the last 12 minutes of that game, they lost that period 28-0. So, I mean, they had just called it fucking in. They had had enough, Samoa. It'll be very interesting to see how they recover from this. Obviously, they are the team out of all the, the, the Pacific Nation sides that have been rising over the last few years. Tonga has obviously made huge steps. PNG's made steps. Fiji... They've, been, they've just been developing really quietly, Fiji, and improving slowly. They're obviously missing a number of people for this game, for, for this World Cup. The Saifitis, your Tane Milne, your Tarek Sims, these sort of guys. So it's tough for them. But, I mean, you look at Samoa. Mate, I'm not sure how much better that side could have been. Personally, I think it's the greatest Samoan side that has ever been put out in a World Cup or potentially in rugby league. And, look, I haven't gone through every single Samoan side ever, but I would find it hard to believe that there has been a better side than the one they put out the other day. I'll just read it to you. Obviously, Suwali'i at fullback. Granted, it is his first, you know, starting game as a fullback. Very tough. Brian To'o, Hamiso on the wing. Isaac Tungo and Stephen Crichton in the centres. I mean, three of those five just went and won 
uh, a premiership a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, of those five, two of them have gone back-to-back premiers as well. Suwali'i, I believe he would have been picked in the Australian side. I think he would have been a starting winger for the Kangaroos. So him at fullback, pretty handy. Jerome Lewis, a premiership winner. Anthony Milford, we know what he has achieved throughout his career. And that's always been the problem. Halves have sort of been the issue. You've got Jerome Lewis, who's a back-to-back premiership winner. Uh, and then you've got Anthony Milford, who has achieved, has, has achieved quite a bit. Obviously played in a grand final and whatnot. Aging in his career, not at his absolute peak, but probably still want one of the better halfbacks that they've had throughout the years. Their forward pack, though, Josh Papali'i and Junior Bolo up front. I mean, I think that their starting front row uh, are better than the Kangaroos with Danny Levi at nine, a handy little hooker. Probably wouldn't be on the world class, but a handy nine. Back row, Jaden Sewer, Josh Alloyer, uh, Braden Hamlin-Welle. It is Hamlin-Welle as well. We found out the other day, not ULA, like we've been saying for a very long time. So it was great to see also Samoa put out a video the other day with all the boys actually pronouncing their names properly. They had a bit of a giggle as well, saying that the, the weirdest ways they've heard their names pronounced or whatever. So it's good to see. I hope the NRL really gets on board with that. Their bench was Tyrone May, Spencer Linu, Marty Tapao, and Kelma Torlangi. Now, I believe Torlangi got injured. I think Tyrone May's injured as well. He's going to be out for quite some time. And Hamiso, he's been injured as well. So very, very interesting to see how Samoa bounce back from this. There's obviously the loss, and we are in a short-term competition, so it's going to be hard for them to rally back from this. There's always been... A lot of chat about the coach too, Matt Parrish, and it's, you know, it's been talking about for a long time that a lot of the players have not wanted to play with him. He ended up getting the job. We had the Johns boys who came out and said they would come and coach. Well, I, I cannot believe Samoa turned that down. But anyway, uh, I, you know, I know they lost 60 to 6, but I think if you had the Johns boys in charge, I think it's a completely different ball game personally. I don't know. When, when teams just essentially don't defend, to me, that's quite often a bit of a sign of coaching and whatnot and how much they're actually getting out of their players. So it'll be interesting to see if this Samoan World Cup turns into a total train wreck or not. Because on paper, they've got the team to win. I thought their back five was great, but I personally thought their forward pack, which on paper... From my experience of watching the forwards that are playing for England, which which isn't overly deep, and I'm happy to admit that, I th- I think they that they had the better team on, on paper, the better forward pack on paper. Maybe I'm underappreciating once again this English side and the players they've got. But any team with Junior Borlo and and Josh Papaliti, I don't care whether you're playing World Cup, Reserve Grade, First Grade, Origin, you shouldn't be getting dominated through the middle with those guys. So that was incredibly disappointing to watch. Uh, Samoa 60 to six. It's a short term competition. They've got a couple of games coming their way against sides that they should absolutely give it to and hopefully score some points. Fingers crossed they can take some confidence from those th- those games. Uh, but, I mean, fuck, it's going to be a reality check when they do get to the finals. Uh, whether it be in England that they play, whether it be a Tonga, I don't think it can be the Kangaroos or the Kiwis. I could be wrong, uh, but I don't think it can be those sides. You can have a look at the draw yourself, though. But it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to this because if they shit the bed at this World Cup, which that's how it sort of started, let's call it what it is, it's a bed shitting, uh, it's going to have a big impact impact on this Samoan side for quite some time. And personally, I think that if they don't turn this around and they aren't relevant, I think Matt Parrish has to go. I think it has to be a line in the sand moment for them. I think they have to make a decision to go in a, in a different direction. And personally, to me, it looked like this Samoan side was sending a bit of a message. As I said, they are going to lose players. Tyrone May, he'll fall out of the side, so you would have to assume Chanel Harris-Tavita comes straight in. Hamiso is going to be out of the team too. Taylor May will probably come in to replace him. Uh, but yeah, a couple of injuries that are really, really going to test this 
side moving forward. It looks like Isaac Tungo, you could see it throughout the game, and I saw NRL Physio post something about it. He's obviously carrying an injury as well. So, um, yeah, it's getting harder before it's getting easier for Samoa. Uh, Hamlin Wele, he obviously got injured as well, so he's going to miss a, a couple of weeks by the looks of it. So tough, tough time for Samoa. I'm just having a look at who they play next. I'll just get that draw up now. Uh, from memory, it should be a game that they should win and probably should win well. So fingers crossed they can take a lot of confidence out of that. They play Greece next. Now, I don't think this Greece side's going to be a pushover. I think Samoa should win that, but I don't think they're going to be a pushover, to be honest with you. They have got a couple of really talented players, so they need to win that one. And then in round three, Samoa will go up against uh, France, who I also don't think is going to be an absolute pushover. We haven't seen either of those two teams play yet, so I could be wrong. Uh, But it's going to be interesting to see how Samoa responds to this. And then after that, to see who they play. In these short format competitions, a big loss like that can have a massive impact on you. Once again, though, Samoa, they've got their backs against the wall. They've had their pants pulled down. They've been embarrassed. It'll be a real test of the coaching staff to see how much they're actually able to get out of these players. As much as they might not enjoy the coaching or, you know, be, be happy where they are, at the end of the day, this opportunity comes around once every four years. So they have got to try and turn this around. If they want to compete in this World Cup, if they want to shake it up, like they've seen Tonga do over the last few years, they're going to have to turn it around really quickly. And for me, I think it comes down to the halves personally. Obviously, their pack have really got to step up, but I think their their experienced halves, yeah, Jerome Luai, they've got to really, they've just got to find a way to overcome all the coaching shit, the psychological hurt of this loss and they've just got to make it work very keen to see how they respond over obviously the next two weeks but it's the third week after that when we start finals when we get to see them go up against probably another team that can genuinely shake this World Cup up like themselves very keen to see how they respond maybe we'll look back in a couple of weeks and say you know what Samoa just ran into a red hot English side which we all underappreciated but for me I personally think this English side has showed very early that they are underachieving at the moment we spoke about it myself and Kempi heading into the World Cup last week that if we were to pick a side that's been the most disappointing over probably the last year or two, without a doubt it would have been Samoa. So hopefully they can turn it all around. Hopefully they can play like the team that they are on paper. Because you look at it on paper, as I said off the start, it's looking like a cracking side. It is unreal. That forward pack, they should not be getting beaten through the middle by anyone. Kangaroos, Kiwis, I don't give a fuck. They shouldn't be getting beaten. Maybe I'm underappreciating this English side, but I cannot believe the way that England dominated through the middle. And it's sort of look like once it got hard Samoa they just had no resiliency to lean on they just sort of folded their cards in and went well that's us done just concede 28 points in the final 12 minutes that is a serious serious worry you got to remember this game was close after after 20 minutes Samoa were in this game but then as soon as things started to go against them some points were scored against them hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. They just called it in. They, they, they conceded 60 points in the, in the last 60 minutes, uh, including 28 in the last 12. So, yeah, right right at the end there when there was a lot of pride on the line, they couldn't win the game, but they were representing, you know, Samoa, their country, and wearing that jersey that comes with so much pride. Uh, seemingly, there was nothing left in the tank, and the boys weren't willing Um 
to go that little extra bit. So very interesting to see how they respond. Hopefully this doesn't turn into a complete and utter tyre fire for Samoa because they are a better side than what they've showed. Uh, they are a much better side than what they've showed. We know that. Uh, but unfortunately, if there was any of these teams that we thought were genuine threats uh, that had the potential to maybe show up to this World Cup and underperform... Let's be honest here. It probably was Samoa. I would have said England, to be honest with you. I would have had England in front of Samoa. How wrong I was. Uh, England, they have come out firing in Samoa. Well, there's a lot of question marks around them now. It'll be interesting to see how they respond over the next few weeks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.